Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the bullpen. My name is Reverend Kiana Jones and I stand here before you as a member of the Faith Coalition to Stop Cop City. And I'm looking at each one of your faces and I really want to understand how it is that you asked people to vote for you and then ignored their voices. How it is that you feel okay with yourself lauding Abel Mabel, who had a lot to say about treating people right, who had a lot to say about the words of the Bible that many of you like to quote. Well, let me remind you of something. Be not deceived, for God is not mocked, that whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. So understand this, that the sins of the father will be visited on the children. It has happened time and again. So it may not happen to you, but what about your child? What about their children? What about their children's children's children? What will your legacy be? You so-called legacies of black misleadership sitting up here on this council. Let me tell you something. Representation is not enough when you don't represent the people who elected you. We covered this just a few days ago. Reverend Kiana Jones, who spoke directly to the issue at hand as it relates to the city of Atlanta, continuing with the development of Cop City. As I said before, the winners, the developers, those are the winners. Everyone else, well, she is with the Faith Coalition to Stop Cop City. Reverend, good day. Welcome to the bullpen. Welcome to Indisputable. Thank you so much for having me, Dr. Richie. It's an honor to be here. It's an honor to have you. And you and I have actually connected before. You've been on my radio program before. You are a trusted advocate and leader in the Atlanta community and beyond. You brought some things to the attention, not only of counsel, but the world at large that others did not consider. For example, in your speech, you said, I don't want Black Hawk helicopter flying over my local community. Your mother, grandmother is mm-hmm. in that community and they don't want it in their community. Let's talk about the context. Why is Cop City such a bad idea in the city of Atlanta? I don't think people really understand the implications of Cop City here in Southeast Atlanta. And no, I don't want Black Hawk helicopters landing around the corner from my home, but Cop City would be complete with a landing pad for those helicopters because Cop City would be designed for officers to practice urban warfare. There would be a mock city there where they would have mock apartment buildings, homes, roadways. And yes, even that Black Hawk helicopter landing pad as well as bomb testing facilities. And what I don't think anybody took into consideration is that there is both an elementary school and a high school right in that area, literally across the street from part of the land that would be Cop City is McNair Senior High School, formerly Walker High School. All of my uncles and aunts went there and graduated, many cousins, relatives and friends. And then on the other side, you have the Barack Obama Elementary School. Think about it, fourth and fifth graders outside on the blacktop at PE and all of a sudden they hear gunfire. What type of trauma is that? Teenagers, as they're outside at band practice, 
And we don't know what environments these teenagers are coming from, the things they might have seen. But honestly, watching the news is enough. When they hear gunfire, how are they gonna feel? When those bombs are going off, teachers who are in those classrooms, who may have had to endure trauma already from seeing the news coverage of school shootings and threats that have gone into our public schools. How much more do we wanna damage the fragile psyches of our children? And that's just to begin with. Then when you go into, into the environmental aspect, hmm, the South River watershed, Entrenchment Creek, Wilani People's Park, that area is vital to Southeast Atlanta. Let's not forget that less than a mile away, there are two landfills that were recently closed in Southeast DeKalb County. Southeast DeKalb County has been used as a tool of environmental racism for quite some time. This is where I grew up. This is what I came to know in Southeast DeKalb County, that there were landfills and people not doing right by the environment. And now we're being threatened with the same thing again. Here's what a lot of people don't know. The city of Atlanta is proposing to build this inside of another county called DeKalb County. I'm talking to the national audience. DeKalb County is not where the city of Atlanta is located. It's called annexation. So basically the city of Atlanta owns property in another area outside of Fulton County. But it is affixed and called East Atlanta, all right? Ask Rich Homie Kwan. <laughs> so East Atlanta is the community. Now, when this was first proposed, dear sister, did council receive approval from the community, I'm not talking about the city at large, I'm talking about the local community of East Atlanta. Absolutely not. There were numerous public meetings held, totaling over 17 hours of public comment, wherein community members came out repeatedly to say that they were not in favor of such a facility in East Atlanta. There are some people who would say, you know what, they can put it somewhere else. But by and large, the community is saying no. Why would you take away the largest urban forest in the southeast of this entire country? There is no other state in the southeast that can boast the urban forest that we have, which is also commonly referred to as the lungs of Atlanta, because Atlanta is so congested at this point that we, despite the traffic that we have, we don't have the same level of air pollution as other cities like mm. LA that are just as congested because of the South River Forest, because of Wilani People's Park, because of Entrenchment Creek. And let's not diminish the value of the South River, because without it, all of the sewage from North DeKalb County would be dumped right here in Southeast Atlanta, again, where the environment has historically not served the people. I've spoken to elected officials in both DeKalb County and city of Atlanta. Many of them have told me off record, Reverend, that the previous administration did not do a good job at communicating with communities and getting proper feedback. Now you have a new administration under Mayor Dickens. So while he may not have started it, he was definitely on the council when it got voted on and he's now the current mayor. So the buck still stops with him. Let me ask you this question, when it comes to what should have been done. If you were to go back in time and say, this is the way you all should have done it, what would your proclamation be? My proclamation to that council would have been to say, look, 
you have to take community input into consideration. And if you are talking about a project of this magnitude, it's not something that you do and sign off on overnight. I would have conducted community surveys. I would not only have conducted community surveys, I would have conducted land surveys. I would have done traffic studies to study the area in Southeast Atlanta where you're proposing to put this facility. I would have actually talked to the contractors who they have hired to put it all together. And I would have said, hey, if we should go forward, are you willing to hire 33% of community members to work for you? Because I would have been thinking holistically about the city that I serve. I also would have had very in-depth conversations with law enforcement agencies to understand the ask. Because if we're talking about training, training is not the issue. Training has been done and done and done again. But black people are still disproportionately killed and mistreated by police. We are still overly surveilled. We are still targeted by police officers. So I don't know that training is the issue. I do believe that it is an issue of police culture. And further to that point, it's an issue of a system that unjustly assesses justice. It's an issue of a system wherein some people are held above the law and others are held stringently to it. So I don't know that training is what's needed here. And for that matter, if you wanted to do training, there are large tracts of lands in other places here in Georgia that you could have proposed this. But yeah. you came to Southeast Atlanta, which is very, very black, which has not been totally gripped by gentrification yet. And you said, we can put this right here so that those people stay right over here especially when they're able to move back into East Atlanta the way they want to in about 20 years, because we don't wanna make Buckhead upset because we need that Buckhead money. So because we're making Buckhead stay, we gotta make Buckhead comfortable and we have to keep those people right there where they are. You know, I proposed something to members of council. You know, since Buckhead likes police so much, why don't they just build this in Buckhead since they like the police so much, you know why? Because Buckhead, they don't want Black Hawk helicopters flying over their communities. They don't want children in their schools to hear gunshots during training. That is why, all right? So you said something so spot on, Reverend. It's not training, it's not policy. And I say often, um, I say this to my college students a lot as well. Policy is what it is, but culture eats policy alive every day of the week. Your issue is a cultural issue, not a policy issue. At this point, You don't have many supporters left. Even though those that were somewhat supportive are now saying the cost is too high. You have one controversy already of a dead activist, environmentalist who was a pacifist. You have Mm -hmm. that. Now you also have the lack of transparency from the police in reference to that. Then you have this $90 million bill that the taxpayers have to pay. Who is going to implement the contract? So where it is today, Reverend, what should the city do? Should they rip up this agreement, uh, anticipate the violation of contractual terms, start over? What should they do? Honestly, they could rip up this contract because they're already in violation of a lawsuit. (laughs) There's been a lawsuit filed for this illegal land swap. There was also a stop work order put in place and Dave Wilkinson was able to say, we're gonna go ahead anyways and violate that stop work order. 
So honestly, for the city of Atlanta to void this contract would be no more egregious than what's already been done. And I want people to be very clear, people of Atlanta in particular, when you are looking at your council members, I'm talking about Jason Dozier. I'm talking about Antonio Lewis, I'm talking about Jason Winston, I'm talking about Mary Norwood, I'm talking about Andrea Boone. We're talking about Liliana Bakhtiari, who is the council member that represents that district. We're talking about Dustin Hillis and Matt Westmoreland, all of them on down the line. What I want you to understand people of Atlanta is that it is a lie that it's too late to rescind that lease. That is not the truth. The contract states clearly that members of the council, if they at some point don't agree, they can go back on what that agreement is. So Mayor Dickens, Antonio Lewis, the concerned black clergy with their farce of a press conference that they did this past Friday, they're lying to you. I encourage you to go and look at the original lease. If you want to do an open records request for the lease, for Cop City, and you'll see what that language says. But I want you to stop allowing people to lie to you and just accepting it blindly. They accepted something blindly and that's what got us into this position. People of Atlanta, we don't have to stand for that. And that is the reason why we're pushing so hard to stop Cop City. That's the reason why we have statewide support, we have national support and we have international support. Because there was so much that was done wrong in the leasing of this land. The very, very original deed for this land says that it's supposed to be for the people of DeKalb County in perpetuity. Because remember, this is land that used to be a prison farm, originally taken from the Muscogee Creek people. So after you already had land confiscated the way colonial capitalism does from the Muscogee people, you then went and slapped us in the face again and turned it into a prison farm. And then when it was said that, you know what, DeKalb County now owns this property. This is for the people of DeKalb County. Let this be a people's park. And DeKalb County even had plans to develop it further, but they never moved on it. Let this be for the people of DeKalb County in perpetuity. Now, you said, you know what? I'm the mayor of Atlanta and Atlanta got a mayor named Dre. And because at mayor and because Atlanta got a mayor by the name of Dre, I'm gonna go and do some dope stuff because that's what people named Dre do. So I'm gonna go and I'm gonna make sure that this particular lease that we were looking at goes forward because we're gonna make sure that we give cops a playground. We're gonna give them a haven for repression. And oh, we can include the firefighters too. They they can get a little piece. Yeah. But we're gonna make sure that all of the urban warfare we wanna do. We can practice it right here. We'll have the Israelis come and train us here. We will train outside law enforcement agencies here too, because then, hey, they can do what we're doing and repress their people even more, just like the city of Atlanta. Look at the model that we are. For those who are progressives on the Atlanta City Council, uh, let me say this to you. Uh, There are some defining moments in your political career, and this is going to be one of them. Make the right decision. Number two. If you rip this contract up in lieu of a better one, please understand the first contract was when we voted for you. That's a contractual obligation. We voted for you based on promises you submitted to us. Please understand the most sacred contract you have is the one that happened on election day. All right, 
Reverend, always a pleasure, dear sister. Uh, thank you for your advocacy. For people, if they would like to follow you and check out your work, how can they do so? They can find me reluctantly on Twitter mm -hmm. <laughs> at kmichelle underscore ATL. Also on Instagram and TikTok, I am k.michelle underscore ATL. Facebook, just Kiana Jones. And then you can always Google me because there are things out there, I'm sure. But yes. definitely, definitely stay abreast of what's going on in your community. I want people to understand that they have the power, no matter what anybody says, the power is within them. And those who are in authority are beholden to us. Thank you, Reverend. We appreciate you.